Welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast. This is episode 124, and this is our best of summer series, best of the Empowered by Design podcast. We will be back with brand new episodes for season six of the Empowered by Design podcast, August 8th, 2023, 8.08. Can't wait to get back with you in connection with brand new episodes amazing guests. I cannot wait to introduce you to some of my favorite people and to be together again for season six. This episode 124 is part two of an episode that is one of your favorites, one of mine too, it is from originally aired on in February of 2021, episode 56, where I introduced you to my partner, the love of my life, Chad. He did not want to come on the podcast, but he graciously agreed to do that for me once. I don't know if you'll ever hear from him again. Fingers crossed, maybe. But so this is a very special episode for me and you can listen and hear our love story, hear our connection, hear how we interact with each other. We definitely complement each other well and balance each other out as you will see. And there's a little bit of fun at the end with a little bit of a game that is similar to the newlywed game, though we are not newlyweds. Um, stay tuned all the way to the end for that fun, 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 fun love. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful, romantic mom of two beautiful souls and partner to the love of my life. As a licensed psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast delivers inspirational stories, conversations, and lessons on the power of tuning in body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit following your intuition, seeing the signs, and listening to the whispers from angels. To pursue your dreams in life, work, and love with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. What is one of the biggest challenges slash surprises that you could identify that maybe would be you didn't really know it was going to happen in our marriage or like you didn't know yeah I'll just the easiest one that comes to mind yeah first thing the five career changes we've had (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. That's that's the main one. <laughs> that's yeah. the big one. Yes. So I'm a person of change. So. A dreamer. Yep. And yeah. The dreams kept coming. And they still do. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, but it does fit with our personality. So me being a dreamer, a free spirit, like I have changed jobs. I used to be a teacher and I decided I wanted to go back to school to become a psychologist. And and, and in that, it was, I was, I had a job because you said, okay, if you're going to go back to school, you can take this many years and you have to make this much money when you're done. And I was like, challenge accepted. <laughs> And then I did it. So you did it. I did it. You didn't want me to work where I worked in the beginning. I, I was working in correctional psychology, which you were not so happy about. But I'm like, well, this is what's this is how it's going. And um, always, I always knew I wanted to have a private practice and a group practice. And so I, I don't know that. I guess change. I haven't changed careers so much as I've. After that big one, I've changed jobs, added to added jobs, <laughs> added jobs, bought a building, extended it. Into... And I'm not a person of change. No, so you're not. It's tough. With I don't do well with change, and I admit that. So yeah, that's probably why it was one of the hardest things for me. Not necessarily for you, because you were doing it and you didn't really care <laughs> to an extent well you, you mean cared. i care but i love change <laughs> yeah. change for me is exciting and passionate and or i'm passionate about it but i would say that's a that would be a great tip number two is recognizing your differences as compliment as complementary um they can be Sometimes, like, we were definitely, like, butting heads. Like, I remember not to, you know, I remember I used to think of you as my dream crusher because... <laughs> I was called that once or twice. I know. Because... Okay. Um, I didn't know if that would bring up sword, a sword subject, but not anymore, right? Like, so you... I think it took time for you to um, really put all your faith and trust into my dream and really become the the door that you opened the door to for us to be able to um, expand into the wellness boutique you know into a group practice and the dream is still is still developing but that you that was the that was a huge thing for me is that you put you invested money like that you had been saving even before we had started our relationship together because I would say that Another complimentary thing about us <laughs> is our financial uh, financial approach, um, which we can come back to. But you invested not only money, but that I know for me was that to you is huge. That's like putting your heart and soul into something when you like sign on the dotted line. And so... You made my dreams come true. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the career changes for for you were surprising and challenging. Yeah, 
because you had to go to school all over again, really. Mm-hmm. That was the su- surprising part. That was the surprise of a lifetime. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, well, like, because in my head, it, it wasn't a surprise. But, like, not that I was intentionally like, oh, I'm going to just stop this. But, you know. And I think for me, the the most challenging and best and really beneficial thing is the money piece. So I think as we talk about making marriage, keeping marriage fun, making marriage work, money is something huge that is comes up as a source of many, many fights in many, many couples' relationships, whether it's marriage or, you know, just living together, being in a relationship where you are trying to make a life together work. Um, and ha- we have very different money approaches. And thank God. <laughs> and I would say that's probably still the sources of one of the biggest source of, of some of our fights and arguments that we still have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah. spender. Um, I'm a live in the now, like, oh, I want this. Oh, let's take this risk. A risky. I'm a risk taker. And you are a saver. Very strategically like focused on making sure we have a secure future it's a nice way of putting it it is nice yeah. i'm being very nice and why what is, what is the smirk for well most people just call me cheap well right and i have used to i call you frugal now when i refer to you to people and they know that i mean cheap yeah. <laughs> but i mean it obviously it's a complementary piece of our relationship like you you taught me how to budget you taught my parents how to budget right so it's kind of this thing where you in school I wish I learned more about it um because I did well in school but it wasn't a a course that was required or even part of the regular curriculum but um so I did not do well with money and I think when you think about your own relationship with money it comes from probably unless you took a course in it it comes from how you were taught, how you were raised by whoever your family is, parents, grandparents, um, and that tends to trickle down through the generation. So you have helped me tremendously with that. And I would say that's still always a struggle for us to, to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next question? Sure. Okay. Um... Oh, oh, this is a good one. If you were speaking of school, if you were going to give us a grade on making time for us in our relationship, probably a B plus. Oh, that's yeah, nice. B B plus. Yeah. Always room for improvement. Okay, love it, love it. But I think we do a lot of things. Right, I think, you know, we now have, you know, during the week we'll have, we'll watch a show or something, Mm -hmm. and it might only be 45 minutes, but it's 45 minutes. Yep, because I fall asleep. Yes, mostly because you fall asleep. (laughs) And then we would have, not every Friday, but we would like, we try to have like a happy hour. Yeah. It's just us. Yep. For an hour. We started calling them business meetings. Yes. But 
we should get back to that. I would like some more business meetings with you. Um, yeah, and it's like when the kids go to bed, then it's time. Then we can watch a show, and they've been going to bed later and later now. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I love that. And there's room for improvement. And it really takes me into that that question about thinking about the future. So if you... If we talk about our dreams, our goals, our vision for how we see ourselves in how you want us to be in the future. I gave you this question ahead of time. I know. And this was one I didn't know how to answer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think in... You know, as probably in a different home, mm. but um, there's more outdoor stuff that we can do at the house. And we're in our new house. Yeah, the new house. Okay. New house. So you're envisioning our new house. Yes. Okay. And tell me about it. There's more stuff out outside. There's land. There's lots of land. Um, I'm a hunter, so hopefully there's hunting land. You would like to hunt on our property? Yes. Okay. Um, and share that with Jackson. He's a hunter. Sophia does shoot archery, but yeah, I don't know if I can get her in a hunting stand or not. I don't know either. I think it would probably not, but. She'd read. She would read. <laughs> She'd read her She'd book. be quiet. She's though. a bookworm. Yes, she, she could she, do that. She would be quiet in the stand, unlike Jackson, who talked my ear off in the stand. <laughs> That's me. So, Isn't that funny yes. to pick, to know, like to see our own qualities come out in our children? Yes. He's a talker. I'm a talker, which is why you've never invited me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hunting. Um, I love that. So you see lots of land, somewhere you can hunt. I see lots of windows. You do love windows. I do love windows. I would love a window, a, ro a window room, like a sunroom or an office with lots of windows or where like a music room or something like that. Just windows. I love them. Because I do love our backyard right now. I love so much that you can look out the window. So my meditation space looks right out over our backyard, which is wooded. Um, our deck, you can sit out on the deck and have a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, um, and really just be in nature, which I do love about our space right now. So more of that is what you want in the future. Yep. Okay. And continuing to travel as a family. Yes. Travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I asked all the questions, basically. Yeah, I asked all of our questions, and we're going to ha get get to the fun part of, um, although I feel like I there was something I wanted to talk about that I didn't ask, so I'll just talk about it, and you can kind of give your thoughts. Because um, I feel like three tips is a really good one, really good to give. We talked about 
like things that were challenging, things that were a struggle or surprising. And we talked about the fact that we argue and we fight sometimes. Um, and I think the important, because the last thing I want to do is pretend like we have the perfect marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we work hard to make it work well. Um, and it takes communication, which can be t- tough at times, especially when you hear us even here now, like we communicate differently. I'm a talker. You are a word ma- man of few words, yes. I would say in general, in comparison, and it can be cl- complimentary, um, but it can also be frustrating for me. Like I just, I'm like, oh, just tell me what you're thinking. And you take a lot of time to ponder and you keep a lot of that inside. Um, but what I, what I have, what I, as I reflect back on some of the things that have worked really well for us, cause where did your mind just go? Nowhere. Yeah, it did. No. Okay. Um, is that your, we have, when something is really contentious, serious, upsetting, hurtful, we've done two very important things. We've discussed like boundaries of below the belt words and phrases or insults and we're like that is off limits we are not allowed to do that anymore yeah which i think has helped us a lot because we can be as competitive and loving (laughs) as we can be we can be mean to each other which is not something i'm proud of but we we have been mean we have been hurtful and I mean, I think you will, you've always, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, you know what is going to drive the other person nuts. Right. Cut right to the bone. Yeah. And, um, I do think we've gotten a lot better at that because we've recognized how terrible that can feel and be yeah. for ourselves and our family. So we've, elim- we've said, okay, these words, these phrases, we're not allowed to say to each other <laughs> ever. Um, and another thing that we've done, both of us have written down, like written each other a note about something in order to then discuss it later. Like, you know, got it out, wrote something down and said, here, I really want to talk about this later, read over it and then we'll do that. Yeah. We do do that. And I do think we've done, we have, we do that less, but we, we, when something's serious enough, it helps to cut down the defensiveness, right? Because I think in, in verbal fight, verbal fights, verbal arguments, verbal discussions, there's definitely the opportunity to react and when you feel backed into a corner like you do in fights or when you're something's really hurtful or scary, scary is another, you know, that's what I think comes up too. It's like something's threatening something um, and feels dangerous, feels scary. We react from a place of like, Argh! like can be aggression. And the helpful thing about writing it down is you're you get it you're getting it out you're not holding it in because holding it in to me i i is poison um 
poison in the body, poison in, in the mind, in the soul, spirit, in your heart. And when you get it out on paper, sometimes, yeah, I don't even know some, if you've ever done written it down and not given it to me. Have you ever done that? I think I've done that. I know I've, I've done that. I've things down and not exactly the way I've written it down. Have I brought it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, points are, the points are there. And I think that's, to me, that's helped me. I'm a reactor and... I typically say it, I'm a straight shooter mm-hmm. and I'll give you what I think right away mm-hmm. and then I'll think about it, like think about things and I typically come back and change my mind a little bit into a better way of saying things. Yes. So. Because I'm sensitive. Yes. <laughs> so I've learned... I've learned some sensitivity training through my years. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, so communication, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries makes things safer and makes you be able to have more fun, right? Like knowing where the limits are makes you not cross them, right? And not... Um, you, I still push them. I think I'm definitely the kind of person like I like to tease you. <laughs> and um, sometimes I get close, you know, not to the, the bad boundaries, but just like, you know, I, I can be, we are, we are playful, I'll say, and flirtatious, <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. flirting is fun too. Oh, that's tip number four. Flirt. Make time to flirt and appreciate like the the intimacy and the touch and but with each other flirt with each other yes flirt with each other flirt with each other <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that babe. I don't want to give people no idea. flirt with each other yes no but that's a really good point because we did a lot more flirting in the beginning but how fun is it sometimes when we'll like you'll get that unexpected text in the middle of the day that's like ooh okay right mm-hmm. um i like to do that i like to send you those things and um, you've left me little notes in the car like that were like, oh, that's so cute. Thank you. Um, so do, do that too. Make time to flirt with each other, your partner. And it does make it fun. It makes it spicy and sexy and fun. Right? hmm mm-hmm. Don't you want your love to be fun? I, I do. Raising my hand. And sometimes it's tricky, sometimes it's muddy, sometimes it's overwhelming. How we we maintain the love, the fun love, the balance, the passion, and the empowerment. We must, as individuals, maintain a sense of space and independence, and then contribute together. The important piece is respecting the differences, but also using the things that we share as the foundation for a healthy relationship. We call it the fun love formula. You can download the handout for free right on my website. Head over to the website, drliz.com slash funlove. Strengthen the trust in your relationship. Navigate ups and downs in your life, in your love, together as a team. Teamwork. And now, back to the show. Yeah, so... This is where we get to the, now we get to the real fun part. So 
I know you're so excited for this. So excited. Um, usually on the podcast, we with a new guest, I do a game called This or That. Um, this time, Hannah found some questions for us to play the newlywed game. So I'm actually... I'm actually going to give you and me a um, whiteboard. Okay, so you get a whiteboard, a marker, and a napkin. And what we're going to do is I'm going to read the question, and we're each going to write down what we think the other person will say. And we'll see how, how well we know each other, right? So we are not newlyweds, disclaimer. We've been married almost 16 years. And thank you so much, Hannah, for coming up with these questions. All right, ready? <clears throat> Question number one. What will your partner say is the silliest superstition you have? <laughs> superstition you. Um, I have lots of superstitions, I feel like. Oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> what did you put as mine? Where you watch the Eagles games and where winning and losing a house will be knocked out of the rotation. If they lose and you're watching a game somewhere, you will no longer watch a game there. Okay. Yeah, so I put, actually for mine, it was wh what I wear for the Eagles games, so. I was going to put that too, but. I'm going to give you a point on that one, honey, because it, you knew it was, when I think of superstition, it's the Eagles, so. And for you, I put, this is the only one I could think of, because I don't really think of you as so superstitious. I put the way that you lock up our house before we go on <laughs> vacation. <laughs> Like, we all get in the car and you do, like, the final run through. I don't know if that's superstition or just paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty close line. Pretty fine line between that. What did you say for yourself? Um, wearing the same shirt for Quades. Oh, yes! That's a good one. Okay, you're winning. Number two. What would your partner say is the one thing in your house that if it disappeared tomorrow, you really wouldn't miss. Ooh. Oh. There's so many things for myself, but I can't think of one for you. Um, what would you say? Did you already have them both? Yeah. You have yours and mine? Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't miss this. You wouldn't miss... I don't, I don't, I don't love my answer for this one. Yeah, that's probably right then. <laughs> All right, I'll go first on this one. I said that I wouldn't miss the broken microwave. Uh, forgot <laughs> about that, yeah. I would love it gone, actually. Yeah, well. What did you say for me? The brown chair. I I thought of the brown chair as well. You didn't, first, you didn't want me to win, so you didn't go with the well, brown no, chair. Well, no, I first thing was the microwave, but then the brown chair came up, <laughs> The that table that we have in the kitchen that is like, I don't want that there either. <laughs> There's lots of things I would not miss. Um, okay. This is this siren is one thing I love too about this place. Um, so yours, I put what you wouldn't miss. 
is my clothes on your side of the closet. <laughs> you wouldn't miss that. I wouldn't miss that, but I put down the Friends DVD collection. <laughs> Since that seems to be the only thing that's running, running, running in our house for the past two years. 24-7, yes, the Friends DVD collection. No, I know, we all love it so much. Yeah, it's not good when I'm starting to learn the lines. Yes, okay. All right, number three. Will your partner say that you're more dependent on them or they're more dependent on you? You go first. What are you saying first? That what? How will I answer it? For me. How do you think I would answer it? On me. More dependent on me. Yes. And what about you? More dependent on me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. What came up for you, though, in, in that? Like, that you don't depend on me? Or I'm, you're not... No, no, no I wouldn't say that. I'm, I've always, what you know, I'm just more of an independent type person. Yeah. So, that's just... I mean, me. but what do you depend on me for? Companionship. You're my wife. Okay. Um, we're going on. I love you. Um, since you've been together, will your partners, (laughs) Hannah, Hannah pick this one. Since you've been together, will your partner say you think they don't kiss you enough, hug you enough, or you know what enough? What will you say? I know what I would say. Okay. It's my turn. Did you have your answers? Oh, I was faster than you that time. It's a hard one, huh? Yeah, I don't know what I would say. Because I do everything enough. Everything. I hit, I kiss, hug, and you know what? Enough. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> okay. Okay. What did you think that I would say you don't do enough? Kiss. Oh, I said hug. Uh, that's true. Yeah, you're not, you don't hug me enough. <laughs> hug me more. And what did you come down with for the other one? Hug. Oh, that's wonderful. I'll hug you more, lover. <laughs> Good, and in return I'll hug you more. That's perfect. It's a win-win. Oh my goodness. So how was this for you? Because you were nervous. You, you didn't want to do it, let's be honest. Yeah, I didn't. And how does it feel? We're done. Are you so excited? So excited. So excited that it's over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to um, mention that you can find a program, the Dream Date program, on my website to help you do a little bit of this with your partner. So if you are looking for, you can certainly go through this podcast and ask some of the questions to each other that we did through this episode. If you want a little more clear direction, you can go on to drliz.com slash dream date. And there is a program that takes you through um, very directed like little videos and um, question prompts to go through with 
your partner and to really get connected. So the the important thing um, that we're talking about here today was, as you know, if you've listened before, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back and tuning in again. We love, love, love the Dream Design Deliver program, which is basically what we talked about here is what is going well for us now? How do we love our life right now? What do we appreciate in this moment right now? Reflecting back and looking at what has gone well for us. What are some things that didn't so we had to learn from them? And looking forward to envisioning our future together, which I'm so excited to see what happens in our future, babe. That's where you say me too. Me too. Um, so go check that out. If you would like to purchase the dream date program, please enter the coupon code podcast 20. That's P O D C A S T two zero and get 20% off the, um, the dream date program. I hope, hope, hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I am so this episode, I'm so I'm so excited that you came. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, I hope this was helpful in just giving some tips on how to keep marriage fun. Do you remember the four tips? No. (laughs) Making time for each other. Communication. Communication. Setting boundaries. Number two was... Seeing your differences as complimentary. (laughs) And number four was flirting with each other. All right. Well, that's, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we had so much fun. Well, I had so much fun um, coming and connecting with you again Stay tuned in the upcoming weeks for some more fun episodes with me and also with some more fun special guests. And if you loved this episode or if you think someone else will love it, please share it. Share it with your friends, your loved ones. Um, And if you would also take some time to give us a five-star rating and or review, we'd love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to connect with you again at the next episode. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at drliz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, 
Trust the heart. Work your vision. Dream, design, deliver. Talk a little bit. Say what your name is, because this is just testing the sound. Okay, my name is Chad. Thank you for coming, Chad. Thank you for being a part of this podcast, Chad Lover. Okay.